Guys, we're just a few weeks away from our live show in Philadelphia with Maureen Johnson. There are still tickets available. It's all going down Friday, July 21st at Ruba Club in Northern Liberties. So if you're in New York, if you're in D.C., if you're in Delaware, if you're in Jersey, it's such an easy train ride to just head on over to Philadelphia to see our show live. Maureen Johnson will be there as our guest. It's going to be awesome you can get tickets right now by going to bit.ly forward slash we got philly and if you want you can just show up and get tickets at the door too but get them online because you never know it could be sold out by time you get there so just get your tickets get on top of it but most of all get ready to enjoy episode 122 of we got this with mark and now hello i'm hal lublin and i'm mark gagliardi since the dawn of humanity one issue has gone unsettled with the fate of the world in the balance we're here to settle once and for all clean slate six that's right don't worry everyone we got this podcast should have a theme song podcast should not have a theme song yes they should no they shouldn't they sound good yeah but people are just going to skip past it hmm you know what you're right we got this Welcome home. Thanks, buddy. We're in the same room. Oh, my goodness. So nice to see you. That's how it is now. I know. We're going to just do it in the same room now. We don't have to do those count-offs we used to do. I know. Let's do it anyway. Five, four, three, two, one. We can do it really fast. That's how we did it. Yeah. We had to do it slow back then. I know. Not anymore. Now we're in the same room. Thank goodness. And And also, we don't have a one-second delay when we're talking to each other. So we can can actually communicate uh, face-to-face. That's right. I Finally. forgot that you have that life, uh, that in life one second delay. I'm constantly, uh, in communication with the CNN home studio. <laughs> but you're in Kabul. Mm-hmm. Um, Forever so in Kabul. how are things in Kabul? Forever in Kabul, my favorite Neil Diamond song. <laughs> things Forever are good. In Kabul. We're covered in rubble. Oh. It's really tough here. Look, we're not talking about politics. No, nope, we're, we're talking about – what are we talking about today? Cleaning the slate. Let's clean the slate. I've got a bunch of topics I here. I do not know a single one of them. If this is your first episode listening to the show, go back and listen to one of the other ones yeah. first. So you get the the flavor of a full episode where right. we're talking about one topic. But or, 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 but, but come back to this one. Come back to this one yeah. because every once in a while we get suggestions that don't merit a full episode's worth of discussion. Look, we could stretch it out. We could sit here and talk to sure. each other forever. But this is our way of cleaning the slate of some of those topics. Yes. So uh, we we have a list that we uh, have and we keep, and it everything gets added to this one giant master list that I believe has uh, upwards of three hundred something suggestions on it now. Yes. Many of them have already been covered. We've done uh, just over a hundred episodes, so we're fast approaching the halfway mark, Hal. Yes. On these uh, these three hundred questions, so keep sending the questions coming in because we're going to knock a whole bunch of them off right now. That's right. We should forever be at three hundred topics, and now yeah. we're at two ninety. That's right. All right. Let's so, do it. So here we go. First I thing. I feel at a disadvantage. I don't know which ones you've chosen. You have no idea. I don't. I feel like you knowing this uh, will pick things that you know a lot about and I know less about so that uh, whatever your opinion is will wind up canon. I'm not accusing you of that. <laughs> But I'm a little bit accusing you. Okay. Well, we'll see. You know, let's check back in at the end of this. You can tell me whether that happened. (laughs) Okay. All right. First thing, this is from Teresa Callahan. Hi, Teresa. Uh, And these, the majority of these, I think maybe even all of them came from our Facebook group. 
Great. Which is where we get a ton of our great suggestions now in addition to Twitter and email and, and all the other places. Uh, this is uh, when you're taking a pill. Is it pill in the mouth first and then water? Or do you take a gulp of water into your mouth and then put the pill in? Pill in the mouth first. Pill in the mouth first. Pill in the mouth first for me because if I try to open my mouth to put the pill in, the water will come out. Okay. What Do you tilt your head down? Wait, are you telling me that <laughs> as, a, as a man in his late 30s, you can't handle having some liquid in your mouth? I mean, or do you take the biggest – do you like fill your mouth like so you look like yeah. Izzy Gillespie? Yeah, I get a big gulp for a pill. I don't like swallowing pills and I don't – I definitely don't want to like swallowing a – I don't want to swallow a dry pill. Sure. So I will put the pill in my mouth first and immediately take the biggest swig of water that I can. Okay. And take it all down with that. And if I do the big swig of water and then add the pill – I've even had the thought in the past – Take the big swig of water. Ah, oh, man, I forgot the pill first. And then I have to kind of jam the pill in without uh, letting the water escape. Yeah, and you're taking a memory pill, which is why you didn't remember mm-hmm. that you had already had. So, You guys, I need a pensieve is all I'm saying. <laughs> See, for me, I put the pill in first sometimes. But I found like the reason why you're you're taking the water is because you it helps it go down. But also you don't want to taste the pill. And most pills, like an aspirin or something that's more powdery, will start to dissolve on your tongue almost instantly. So mm-hmm. you'll get that that taste. That, like, yeah. And so if you don't place it right, or you put the water and the water pushes the pill under the tongue. Have you ever had that? Like it sort of shifts around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's no fun. I, for that reason, sometimes I like to do the water first. And what I'll do is I'll keep my lips sealed. I'll just sort of push. The pill through. Yeah. Yeah. As it's screaming and trying to avoid its ultimate drowning. Yeah. It's like putting a cat into but, a carrier. But that is, that is a significantly more difficult way. Like, look, you look at, if you were doing an improv show right now. Okay. And someone said, take a pill. You know what I mean? You're going to do the international sign for take a pill is take a pill and then take a sip of the water. You're right. It's not take a sip of the water and then sideways jam a pill in there. Can I can I throw a wrench in the works here? Okay. So as a kid, the first medicine I had to take regularly was um, Ritalin. Like a small – I was borderline ADD. I wasn't like couldn't walk a straight line oh, down I've the hall. I've talked to you, yeah. <laughs> Up yours. Then – but we had like – it was like a capsule. So it was like a gel cap and then inside were all the little medicine beads. I love those. And I couldn't – I didn't – was not able to put the pill in my mouth and then drink water because it would dissolve and then I feel like I would taste everything. It would be really bitter because it's medicine. Mm -hmm. I hated it. So this is what we would do. And I knew this was happening. Break open the gel cap, pour it into a small dish of applesauce, eat the applesauce. Man, you would be the most adorable junkie. (laughs) (laughs) I would have the, the tourniquet around my neck. Just put some horse in my in my rice pudding, oh my man. God. I need a fix. I'm chasing that applesauce dragon. It was great, although sometimes you would get a bite that was a lot of medicine and a little bit of applesauce. It really didn't work that well. I just what are you a puppy? A bill. I couldn't. They didn't have greenies back then. What was I supposed to do? Oh. Man. All right, fine. It's pill first, then water. Yes, pill first, then water. Thank you, Teresa. Yes, asked and answered. Next, this is from Jane Savage. What's up, Jane Savage? Now, let's see if I know more about this than you. I I can't imagine I do. (laughs) Okay. When you're in the shower, Mm -hmm. pee or don't pee? 
Oh. We're about to really reveal ourselves. We really are. You're about to say you pee in the shower. Absolutely. So do I. Yeah. Of course I do. High five. Yeah. We can it's high five drain. now because, yeah, it's a drain and also pee is sterile. Yes. And you can control the stream. Yeah. You can, Either I mean, way, you I mean, can sort like, of control like where it's going. You're peeing on the curtain and into the shampoo. You're, I, I guess for boys it's easier. Um, but you just aim it at the drain. I, I would say that a woman is just as capable of aiming her urine in some way. And the thing is, if some got on you, this you is wash the, it off. Yeah, this is the worst. Like, as mansplaining goes, uh, had the two of us talking about how women pee. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying for anybody. Like, if you're like, I got it on my foot. No, I know. Yeah, it rinses right off. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, it rinses it's, right off. It's sterile. It rinses you, right off. And you use soap. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So I pee gross. soap, actually. I pee that Dr. Bronner's soap, you know, where the jaw, the bottle has all the stuff written all over it. Just a million tiny font words. <laughs> uh, so you, you travel around with your yeah. medicine wagon? Yeah. Exactly. With a bottle full of urine? Then I keep, yeah, I keep yeah. filling, I keep filling it's up soap. the same bottle. It's, it's not Dr. filling Bronner's up the soap. bottle that's hard. It's writing all those little <laughs> axioms. And you do it in calligraphy, which takes even longer. Look, man. If you're going to do something right, do it in calligraphy. That's it. That's another, that's a little bonus decision. Mm -hmm. That's our, that's going to be our next t-shirt. Great. Coming in 2025. So the answer is, look, is there a, is there a downside to peeing in the shower? Well, I mean, it's gross that you're urinating in there. No matter who you are. It is fine. No, it's not a question of if it's fine. Mm -hmm. Look, I ate apple pie in the shower. It was fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Was it something that anybody should do? Probably not. Let me ask you this. But it was fine. What's your cutoff for a shower Number that you two? will pee in? No. <laughs> no, okay. Because here's – I'll give you my cutoff for a shower that I will pee in. Okay. My own shower? No question. Right. Um, some uh, – a, a shower at like a gym or a public use shower? I'm going to aim real hard for the drain, but I'll probably still pee in it. Maybe I might. House guest, I won't do it. Never. No, no, no. Not somebody else. That's That's like a home thing. That's the cutoff. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like public versus uh, staying at someone else's home, that's the cutoff. So this one comes with a a condition that you be at home. As long as you're not at someone else's – as long as your being in the shower does not require someone's hospitality, you're fine. But at the gym too – or a public shower, it's gross to do it. Like that's got to be somehow some extenuating circumstance where you have to. Because yeah. if you think I'm about not gonna, it, it's not my first choice at a public thing. But you know, other. But people, I'm not going to rule it out if I really, really, really have to pee, and I'm in that public shower. But what? But other people are probably peeing in there too. That does. It's sterile, man. It's just yeah, pee. but it's ever. Uh, all right, fine. You can. We decided it. It's fine. Asked and answered. It's gross. I'm not a germaphobe, but it's gross. There's no germs. You are standing in pee. Not germy pee. That's you don't know. You know what you're not going to get if you're standing sick, in pee. Athlete's foot. You think there isn't sick pee? They look at your pee and they're like, hmm, "This is cloudy. You're sick." Man, no. The people checking my pee are never checking for whether or not I'm sick. Well, you don't have a good pee doctor. <laughs> not my fault. You're in L.A. now. You have to have a pee. Oh, you have to have a pee doctor. Oh, God. Let me take you to my pee doctor. He's so good. Yeah. He's amazing. You know he's Penelope Cruz's pee doctor. Oh, my good. I had no idea. That was, you know, mm-hmm. not anymore. Not since the incident. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um, all right. What's the next <laughs> Okay. Uh, this one. I don't know who those two guys are, but I like them. I hope they come back. Yeah. Oh, they'll be back for sure. Teresa Callahan is back. 
Oh, good. Hi, Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Did you, go, uh, did you go on a frenzy and just like, I'm just going to sit here in front of my computer board one night and write like 20 of them? Yeah. Or so, you know what? Some people suggest a lot over time, mm-hmm. but their suggestions just fall in that clean slate range, which is okay. Right. I it's love it. It's okay. We appreciate any suggestion. Absolutely. Teresa wants to know, do all of your clothes need to face the same way in a closet? What is the correct way to hang them? Um, I'm pretty meticulous about my closet. Yes, I am as well. Uh, I always have the hangers hanging one way so that if your arm, you never have to go, you never have to go underhand to hang up a hanger. Correct. So the hook part of the hanger should always be overhand facing into the closet. Yes, you should, in one motion, you should be able to just put the hanger on the, on the shout, on the curtain, the rod, the closet rod, the hanging rod. And I always aim my clothes based on where I'm going to be, like based on what I will be looking at. So if I'm standing in front of my closet, then uh the clothes on the right are going to be facing toward where I'm standing in front of my closet. And the right. clothes on the left are going to be facing toward the middle. The, everything I think for me, everything faces toward the middle because I want to look at the front of my clothes when I'm choosing. Yes, 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 yes. They should be facing right. the door. When you when you stand at the front of your closet, mm-hmm. you should see the front of everything. Because if I walk in, yeah. so my closet, you walk in and you have the rods on either side. So the, the clothes should be facing you so you can see the front of them. If you if you're with if they're in profile then the front should face the right. Okay. Really? Yes. Because that- that's how you're hanging them, right? If you if the way you put it is hook over the rod. Yeah. Then the left side of it is the back and the right side of it is the front. How how do you figure that? I could very just as easily I could just as easily have the hook over and the clothes be facing to the left. You could, but what, that would be like wrong. Like if I was looking at the jacket on a, a hanger, then the hooky part of the hook would be on the left. At the top, right? Then that means that I could. Right, but you move them, you slide through them, like, you read left to right. Well, now you're adding different elements. Now I'm confused. Maybe you're right. You're adding so many different, but that, the reading left to right does make sense. Right, so you're, but you're. If you're turning them like pages in a book, are you looking on the. (laughs) I'm so confused. This is so confusing. I just got turned around in this closet I don't have. Yeah. I did too, and I'm not even in your closet. I haven't had one of those closets in years. Where you where, scroll through things? We, where they're side to side, where where you're facing your clothing in profile. That's what I've always had because I've had little closets. I never needed like a walk-in. Hmm. Um, so you're saying you hang it. We agree on how the hanger goes. That's no. Yeah, there's the hanger no question. is overhand, and we agree that all the clothes should face the same way because otherwise. What are we doing here? Yeah, because like, otherwise we are monsters. Yeah, why even hang them yes. at all? Wait, if you're is not the question the should they hang the same way, or is the question which way should they hang? The, it was both. Do all your clothes need to face the same way in a closet? Yes. yes. What is the correct way to hang them? We, we've now we've established how the hanger goes. Right. What about this? Uh, okay. If it's a shirt, do you button top button? Do you button second second button? Do I you button any of the buttons? At the very least, top and bottom. And bottom. Interesting. I but like I, what I really like is. Uh, all the buttons except maybe the top one, because then you can just unbutton one, it comes off, and you can just slide it over. You don't because, have to do the whole unbutton and rebutton. Because they don't make garanimals in your size. Like. What are garanimals? <laughs> what are those? Aren't the, uh, weren't those the clothes? Wasn't that the name of the clothes that uh, had the? You, you could always wear a tiger with a tiger or an elephant with an elephant. They were little outfit pickers for kids. I had no idea that oh, existed. Oh yeah, they were late seventies, I think. Is that why I'm not coordinated in any of my clothing at all? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you know what? You should just start looking for the little logos on your clothes. Well, then you tell me how they how they should hang. Um, I think well for me it should uh 
I always like to hang my clothes just the like top or second button on a shirt, just so okay. it doesn't fall off the hanger. Great. Um, with uh, folding clothes, I always fold clothes. Uh, <laughs> this is I'm going to sound like a crazy person. Uh, alternating, like a t-shirt. If I fold up a t-shirt, I will have neck at the top, neck at the bottom, neck at the top, neck at the bottom. But that's not hanging. That's this is this is stacking. As right. This is, but no, this is this is a completely different topic. Well, it's still closet. We're fall, we're, we're far afield right now. When was the what? last time that that would be considered far afield for us? Well, it just we've gone from the closet to a bureau. Although my bureau is in my closet, my I don't have a bureau. I use the shelves of the closet for the clothes. Oh, you simply Wrap have to go to my bureau that. guy. Oh, you have a bureau oh my guy. Goodness. Same person that does Penelope Cruz. Oh my god! After the pee doctor left her, oh, because of the incident, the bureau guy doubled down. Oh jeez! Now she has two bureaus. <laughs> does she pee on them? <laughs> of course she does. It's her. They're her. They're her bureaus. She can do it. That's where she draws the line. What's next? In P. Did we ask no, an answer? Wait, What's I want to know, do the clothes face to the left? Is the front facing the left or the front facing the right when you're looking at it in profile? We haven't settled that. Uh, if you're looking at it in profile, for me, the front faces – this is just purely um, my my desire. Okay. Uh, the it, It's when I'm in the middle. So the clothes that are to the left of me – will face toward me. So they will be facing to the left. The clothes that are to the right of me will be facing uh, – or, or those clothes – the clothes will be facing me. If I'm standing in the middle and I stick my arms in and I parted the clothes in half – You have two fronts. I would have two fronts that would be facing each other like they were going to tug of war with my affections for these clothes. I was going to say it's like a class picture and your hands <laughs> are the sign that says the school and the grade name and the year. Exactly. All right. I'll take that. Yeah. Choir style. I, I, will. I will yield to you. Great. See, you're the expert here. Oh, all right. You thought I was going to know more than you did about the topics. You usually know more than I do about things, huh? BS. Hmm. All right. Ruth Ellis. Hi, Ruth. Here's another home organization. A lot of people are very concerned about their home organization. Hello, okay. Ruth. Tines up or tines down when loading silverware into the dishwasher. First of all, tines are only on forks. Mm-hmm. They're the pointies on forks. Yeah. So we're talking about it, if it's a butter knife, is it blade up, blade down? And is then the spoon, is it bowl up or bowl down? Correct. Okay. I have gone back and forth on this one. Okay. Uh, I, w- I will give you my pros and cons of each. Okay. And tell me what you tell me. Please jump in on this. All right. Uh, do you have a dishwasher? Yes. I do. Um, and the dirty, the side that says dirty is there. So you know, it has not been run yet. And there are dirty dishes in there right now. All right. High five for that. Right? Um, for dirty dishes. What were we talking about? Time's um, up, time's, time's down. up. Uh, I have tried, so my dishwasher had a little, th- I like to use the slots that I'm given. Okay. When I first get something. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, I've got this thing. Yes. I've been given slots where stuff goes. I have to put it there. Mm-hmm. So the silverware section has a little mesh thing that goes down. So it only it won't fit the tines. It's like a it's like the top of one of those toothbrush holders in a bathroom. Right. You know where they'll have it's the, got the slots. Holders. Yeah, the slots yeah. for them. Sure. And for a while I was like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna go tines up just because that is how this thing tells me to do it. And then eventually I realized it took me twice as long to load the dishwasher. Uh, as it did to just grab them by the handful and toss them in tines down, which seems to go faster, maybe because they're heavier at that end. Tines or blades are spooned down, and they always get the exact same amount of clean. Right. I'm the same way. I, I will load them quickly as long as they all face the same way. I mean, re- in reality, it kind of doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But for the unloading, 
let's say your hands are a little dirty when you're unwashing. When you're unloading the washer. Why would you have dirty hands unloading a washer? I don't know. Hang on. Let me put peanut butter all over my hands. I got to empty this dishwasher. It's the only way they'll stick in my hands. I have very (laughs) slippery hands. I'm nervous and they get sweaty. Thanks for revealing my dirty secrets to everybody who listens to the podcast. Your dirty secrets. All your stuff has peanut butter on it. And pee. I also pee in the dishwasher. It's sterile. (laughs) I open it up. It's a drain. But when you open it up to unload it, you have all handles. So you can just easily grab it. But Right. That's that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That to unload it, you literally are just grabbing a big wad of handles. Yes, you are. Now, do you organize – like I'll take the time loading it. To make it easier to unload. So salad forks, get a container, dinner forks. Oh, no, I never Soup do spoons that. or tablespoons, teaspoons, and then knives. Because then you can just go – like putting them away takes no time. Because I like loading it. Like I don't mind loading yeah. it up. I like the act of clearing the sink of dirty dishes and stuff. But then unloading it, I want it to be quick. Yeah. And it doesn't take – in reality, it doesn't take that long to sort them out. But I, I like do that. I like that Zen moment. Yeah. The, the sorting moment. Like, oh, like I that? like to grab a big wad of silverware. And stand in front of that silverware drawer and it takes, what, 15 seconds to just go this one, this one, this one, drop, 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 and sort them into there. It's very satisfying at the end of it for me. Do you put the dishes and the the silverware in caked with food or will you rinse or wipe them off? Oh, no, you got to rinse first. Yeah, I do that too. I've never owned an expensive and nice dishwasher. Right, but no matter what it is. Yeah. Even the ones that are supposed to do their job, it's better to just like what because it'll just cake the food on there, which isn't terrible. Just means you have to to, to scrape it off later. That's yeah. annoying. Look, I feel you, man. I like the 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 sprayer, uh, the super sprayer um, sink. The wh- wh- what's the faucet? Thank yeah. you. I couldn't find that word. Right. The super sprayer faucet. Where you like pull a, the thing trigger. off. It's got the hose with a trigger. Yeah. Here's a great. Did you ever do this trick as a kid? I loved this one. Um, if you had the little sprayer that sat on the side. Yes. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about? Yes. You would have to push the button and that would, you know, switch it over. Um, if you have that one, you press down the button, you put a rubber band around it. So whoever walks up to the sink and turns on the water is going to get <laughs> sprayed by the, uh, shower. What a jerk. Yeah. It's really funny bit. Who did you do that to? My mom. <laughs> I didn't, I, I didn't do it to anyone. I just did it to our sink at home. Oh. And my mom turned it on, which I think would have been funnier if it were my dad because my mom doesn't swear. <laughs> not even in that moment? Not even in that moment. My mother wow. does not swear. Yeah. She's such a I could give you woman. a list of all of the words that she won't say, but no one will understand what we're saying. Can you give me some of the words she says instead? Uh oh, everything is shoot. Everything oh, always goes, shoot. 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 Um Yeah, that was it. Everything is shoot. My father She also has two uh concealed weapons permits though, so Fair enough. Uh my father in law will say, God bless. Oh yeah! Which oh yeah! That's a. I guess that's a so great. Moment. Yeah, so great. And he's not even saying it. It's just more like a declaration of. Well, God, I can't even believe this. <laughs> he's so even tempered. I love you, Ernest. All right. So we've settled that. Yeah. Everything's times down. Times down. Times down. Times down. It's, it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Catherine Bliss asks: Are they called lima beans or butter beans? Aren't those two different beans, Mark? I have not looked this up, so I don't know. All right, let's. I'm going to do it let's right look now. It up. I think I've always called them lima beans, butter beans versus lima beans. Let's see if somebody's done. Can this you Google episode, lima right? beans or lima beans? But I don't know how you'd Google that. Well, in the South, lima beans are often called butter beans, and in the UK, they almost exclusively refer to them as butter beans. Lima beans can be consumed in both their immature stage. Well, that's we're getting in. Yeah. Okay. So. 
So look, does it say if America is the only one that calls them lima beans? Because we called the people that lived here before us Indians. That's true. Like, butter beans may be the more accurate one. Oh, this picture of them is so gross. This is like albino beans. Oh, man. What's wrong with albino beans? They just look creepy. Albinos. Albinos. Can I'll we call them albinos? <laughs> Isn't that what they're yeah, called? That's it. Albinos. All right. Asked and answered. Done. Done. What's next? All right. Let's take a quick break. Okay. We've done a lot of slate cleaning. Let's go eat some albinos. And right. while we do, we'll hear from some of the great podcasts on the Max Fun Network. I'm Hal Lublin. I'm Danielle Radford. I am Michael Eagle. And we are the hosts of Tights and Fights, Maximum Fun's newest podcast dedicated to all things wrestling. We'll be talking about Sasha Banks, the women's revolution, Sasha Banks, the brand split, and Sasha Banks' wigs. And we'll also be talking about wrestler fashion. Some wrestlers wear too many clothes. Some wrestlers don't wear enough clothes at all. And I'll be doing impressions of all your favorite wrestlers. New episodes Thursdays on Maximum Fun or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah, dig it. Tice and Fights Podcast. Tice and Fights. What the f*** is an interview? I mean, I do not know. That was Oscar-winning filmmaker Errol Morris. I'm Jesse Thorne, host of NPR's Bullseye. Allow me to introduce The Turnaround, a new podcast series produced by MaximumFun.org and presented with the Columbia Journalism Review. Join me as I sit down with some of our greatest living interviewers to ask them about interviewing and why and how they do what they do. We'll go deep with some of the biggest names in media, people like Larry King, Katie Couric, Audie Cornish, We'll be among friends on The Turnaround. Two episodes a week, all summer. Subscribe now and tell somebody. Okay. So we're going we're gonna to come up with an answer to this. Is it lima beans or butter beans? I've never heard. The only butter bean that I could think of was the boxer. Who is awesome. Yeah. Um, He's dead, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. Oh, knows? rest in peace, butter beans. So do we want to call them butter beans in, in his honor. memory? Yeah. All right, butter they're, beans. They're butter beans, which means I, I'll still call them lima beans. I may have to call them butter beans now. All right. I'm glad that you – Next time I go to Peru, I'm going to ask a local where I could find the best <laughs> coffee in butter. <laughs> you mean butter, Peru? <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is from Carly Jean. Hello, Carly. Carly Jean. That sounds like a very southern name. I like that. It is. Yeah. Carly Jean. It's me. She probably would hate that, right? Carly Jane. Oh, she definitely hates that one. I don't know. I think it's lovely. I want to try it. Carly Jean. Oh, you did it British. Yeah, well, I, I, I thought that was Southern. Southern British. The same thing. Great. Isn't the Southern accent, isn't that what the British sound? It's like a, a bastardization yeah, of the British, which like. makes me believe that there was a point where they're like, King Arthur's coming yonder with that sword <laughs> from the stone. <laughs> oh, I wish that was true. Somebody do a King Arthur. Like, I don't want this Guy Ritchie version of it. No offense. I want a version where they all have super southern. They all sound like like um, what's his name? Todd Chrisley or T- or Jim Chrisley from Chrisley Knows Best. I don't know Chrisley. It's, knows it's best. that is a reality show on USA Network where it's I forget what he does, how he made his money, but they live in a very nice house. He and his wife and his two kids, and he's and literally he sounds like this. This is not. He's like, y'all. Today we are going to play a soccer game in the yard. And I will not have any of y'all junk that y'all's doing all the time. They all yell at each other. And like, <laughs> he's like, my wife thinks she's the best at pranks, but I'm going to out prank her right out of her little tiny hat. 
go watch Chris Lee knows best, but I want right. to see that version of the Arthurian legend. Pull this sword out this stone. <laughs> Lancelot, y'all gonna come? We gotta go topple the throne, y'all. Oh God, that, Merlin's that voice, here. That voice is what all of my mom's friends sounded like. <laughs> When I was like, <laughs> when I was a little, or like in my brain, that's what they all sounded like when I was a little kid. Like, oh, aren't Mark, you cute? Look at, get over here, you little butter bean. <laughs> yeah. Well, I call them lima beans. <laughs> get, get your little albino butt over here in my lab and let me give you a penny. <laughs> Carly asks, uh, is it fair to dress your pets in clothes? One, two, three. Yes. No. What? <laughs> Why would you do that to an animal? Have you ever? Have you ever? And and I know everybody says like Rusty loves wearing his top hat. Have you ever seen a picture of a pet where they're happy to be in clothing? Um, look, the I'm not gonna lie, Hal. The only reason that I said yes was I knew that you were going to say no, assuming that we both would. So I said it just to be a bit of a Christopher Hitchens in the moment. Fine. Um, that said, I do believe that those like those sweaters that are like designed to keep a dog warm. Right. Like if you've got a chihuahua in a cold climate, put that thing in a sweater, man. But, uh, yeah, I think like the little, oh, let's make it look like a bride and groom. Yeah. Unless it's Halloween. Halloween, it's okay. Th- that, maybe it's okay. I knew, uh, the, my old neighbors, uh, the, they used to have, uh, a little chihuahua and they would dress him up, uh, not in like full outfits. They would just give him capes and this dog, you could tell, loved his capes. Uh, and he had a different cape on every day. One day he had his rainbow flag cape on. One day he had a Batman cape on. One day he had one that was a, uh, University of Texas Longhorns, Hook'em Horns. <laughs> Mark. What? How do you know this dog loved wearing these capes? Cause this dog would like show him off. I guess, like, I don't know, man. Show them off? Yeah. He was, what? He by, by swish around. Dipping his head down in shame so that you could see the cape on his back? Or would his, would his tongue be out? Like the typical dog, like tail wagging and panting in happiness? No. I think I can tell when a dog's happy. I don't think you can. I don't, th- I think you're happy. Th- this is the thing. I think dressing a pet in clothing is one of the worst things that humans do because it is the ultimate in dominance. Yeah. Like you, now you're gonna, now you're gonna wear but a no, tie, but like, Rusty. But the sweater thing is one that's, if it's for, that good, is, like, and, and yes. the compression sweaters that dogs wear for thunder jackets. Thunder jackets, yeah. yes. Which, is a way better word than compression sweaters. Yes. Thunder jackets. That sounds like you have a fat dog that wants to look thin. <laughs> that sounds like you're fat shaming your dog. But I'm, t- I'm talking about like when you put like comically large glasses on a shih tzu. Oh, or no, that's dumb. a baseball cap okay, so on a German shepherd, shepherd. All right, fine. One, two, three. Yes. No. What? I what? changed my mind. I thought they were cute all of a sudden. Oh. We used to put sunglasses on our dogs. And I know, I know for a fact, Pepper, the border collie that we had for 16 years, that she wore a t-shirt more than once, but she like wore it with grace. But that was for my mother. That was not yeah. for Pepper. Pepper wasn't interested. Like, look, she loves it. And that's because you say that when the dog doesn't immediately start pawing at it to take it off of their face. And that just means when they're the monkey that grabbed the hand going right. to the lab. That's the, that's the, 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 your pet loves you so much. It's willing to sit there with those dumb glasses on its face because it wants to make you happy. So don't oh. say oh, that your basset cool. hound is happy to be dressed up like a banana. Maybe some pets are. Look, if you're a pet, I'll tell you what. If you're a, a one yeah, of the people in the world, yeah, now you're pet shaming, and you love your your pet genuinely loves 
being dressed up, send a picture of that to us. No, and tag, a, can uh, I pet your dog video. too? So, oh yeah, yeah, send us a video. We want to see the, the, your dog actually enjoying. And we'll, we'll oh, yeah, tag, tag, can I pet your dog too? And us. And us. I bet you they're for it. Can I pet your dog? Yes. I've not heard their stance on it. I'm sure that they've put one out there. I'm sure that they think it's adorable. I don't know if I've seen pistachio in a ton of outfits. Mm. And I wonder, you think Renee's going to dress her dog up a lot? Renee's going to be the most dog dresser upper. Yeah. That dog's going to get dressed up a ton. Yeah. All right. That dog may get, like, they. she's probably Googled dog wig shop before. But the question is, is it fair? And the answer is no. no. It is not fair. No, it's not fair. Is it fun? Yeah. Yes, sure. it is fun. It's yeah. not fair. That was the Look, specific question. Look, shoplifting's not fair, but it's fun. Have you shoplifted before? <laughs> Actually, shoplifted. I shoplifted one time, and I was nervous, and I was so, uh, I was so like mortified with myself afterwards. What'd you take? I took a keychain for my buddy Mikey, um, because he had just come out when we were in college, and uh, they had a keychain at the. Uh, he dared me to steal something. Uh, at a Sam Goody in the mall. So I stole him a keychain that says, I only go to class for the boys. Okay. Yeah. But it was, it was, I felt terrible. Did you go back to that Sam Goody afterwards? Yeah, I went back to that Sam Goody. You did it on a dare. I did it on a dare. I felt terrible. Not terrible enough to demand he take it back. No. No. Once it's out of your hands. Once it's gone, I was like, well, once it was out the store, I was like, oh, I did it. I can't believe I did that. I'm not going back in there to put it. I'm not having enough remorse to risk myself putting it back. Right. And then Sam Goody went bankrupt because when they did their books for the year, they mm-hmm. were one keychain short on the yeah. ledger. That's so weird. Shut them down. Also streaming. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Well, speaking of streaming, chain. this episode brought to you by peeing in the shower. <laughs> it's okay now. In the privacy of your own home, you can do what you want. We're not judging. Oh shower peas. All right. Catherine Bliss is back. Okay. Hi, Catherine. Welcome back. And uh, this is one I'm, I'm going to defer heavily to you, partially because – all right. So we're talking about everybody's favorite nut to make a pie with. The question is, is it is it pecan, pecan, or peca- pecan? Pecan. Pecan. Pecan, pecan, or or pecan. It's not pecan. No, it's not pecan. No way. That one's out right away. It's either pecan pie or pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan. Oh no! Yeah, pecan. Are you doing it with a fake Southern accent? Well, one of them is pecan. It's spelled P-E-H-C-A-W-N, which is pecan. Yeah, but it could be pecan. We grew up calling pecan them, pie. We grew up calling them pecans. Pecans, like the nut itself. We always. It, oh man, this is now becoming one of those words that if you say it so many times, it means it nothing already. Pecan. We always called them pecans growing up. Pecans, you mean? Oh god. Pecan, pecans. Pecan, pecan, pecan. Um. And that, so that's what I always mm-hmm. – Hal has lost his mind. Sorry. Uh, that's what I always called them growing up. Okay. Was uh, pecans. But I think I would rather eat on Thanksgiving after a big Thanksgiving dinner. I don't think I want a pecan pie. No? I think I want a pecan pie. Pecan? You know what that's I mean? That's what it is? I want a pecan pie. I, I have trouble now because now I'm thinking about when Harry met Sally. Mm-hmm. I would be pleased to partake of your pecan pie. Pecan pie. Pecan. They're pecans. Uh, for right? the, for In the South, they're pecans, though. And that's really where they... No, that's like, what I'm saying is, like, pecan sounds way more Southern. Right, but it's not what it's called down there, right? It's generally called pecan. Yeah, I think my pecan. mom was trying to be erudite. Pecan. 
but a lot than a lot of people are. I feel like that's what it's called. You want a pecan pie? Uh, for the pie, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's pecan pie. All right. You know what though? I have. I'm glad she asked this because I have worried about this in the past. When having one, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what I can say. Like when my mother asked me to get it, I'm right. like, "Am I going to insult her if I call it a pecan pie?" Like she already knows that I'm uh, that our political views are completely different. <laughs> I like, know somebody in college who called pizza pizza. Who that person is a is a dumb dumb. This is something you made up. I now like looking pizza? at pizza. Like look, I heard him like going up the stairwell at Sadler Hall freshman year and he's like let's go order a pizza i was like you gotta be kidding me he didn't think it was get out of here i wonder now at the no you've heard the word pizza before you- i was so mad at the time that he that he said pizza you just because it was so it was- dumb uh. and i just assumed everybody was dumb now looking at it through the lens of 22 years I wonder if he was joking. Maybe he was. Maybe that was something like all his friends, their cute little thing they call pizza pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If but you didn't do that, just call it a piz. Now if they're <laughs> I'm gonna go down to the calf man, take a piz. <laughs> did you ever did you ever get in trouble for taking too much food at the, <laughs> at the dining hall in college? No. I did. I I wrapped like Oh, like, because how would your meal plan work? Because we just, like, our meal plan was a debit system, so we just... Yes. You bought whatever you... Or you paid for whatever you bought. Ours was, you get a certain number of meals per week. So if you get, like, right. like a, a 18 meal plan, I think was the most. So I had that. So I could do two twice a day at least, and then you're on your own for certain meals. Mm-hmm. I would go... But, you know, they would have these really good cookies. They were, like... Chocolate chip cookies, but they had M&Ms instead of chocolate chips, which what? I had not had up to that point. You really? I was like, this is – what is this? <laughs> I've got to have more of this. Well, I can only have it when I'm here? I say no. Fine. I shall never leave. So you get a napkin. Uh-huh. You open it all the way up and you stack 10 to 15 cookies in it. You wrap it up. You try and put it in your book bag unless – How many points is that? Oh, oh, because I'm a Weight Watchers now? <laughs> uh, 4,923. <laughs> So the woman who ran the the dining hall sees that I have it. Is like, comes over and is like, you can't have those. You got to put them back. No, she was like, you have to throw them out. I couldn't put them back because I'd already taken them. But she wanted me to throw them out, which is super dumb. How about you can have these, just don't do it next time. No, this is her lunch. Did she room. stand over you and make you throw them out? She Well, she was like, you, you got to get rid of these. You can't take these with you. So I wasn't going to eat them all there. So what did I do? I used them to make two letters on the tray, which I left on the table. Do you know what those two letters were? F and U. That's correct. Wait. And what then- is this like, like unhelpful vindictiveness? I was so mad. I wanted those cookies <laughs> and she was just going to throw them out. What kind of justice is that? Look, I know that I did wrong. I knew I was doing wrong when I took the cookies. Yeah. I committed a crime. I shoplifted cookies that we pay for with our meal plan. Like some kid, like they were going to run out of cookies. Come come on. Anyway. How was it the last of the cookies? It wasn't. There were plenty left and they, they bring them plenty. back out. They, there, there were plenty. You I did know not there was a the kid cookies. at the end of the day who'd been going through a rough day who may have even like been bullied. Uh-huh. Or like didn't get an assignment in on time is maybe failing in a right. class that his father or mother is really excited about him excelling in or her excelling in. And she she had a rough day in that class and was like, you know what? It's going to make me feel better right now. Did you know that they have cookies 
They're chocolate chip cookies, but the chocolate chips are M&Ms. Right. You know, another thing about that person, they shouldn't be self-medicating with food. <laughs> so I've really, if I've taken the last of the cookies, I've done them a favor. Maybe that'll break the cycle. Point is, <laughs> I'd already taken, look, the deed was done. I had the cookies already. Sure. Like I had the, uh, I only go to class for the, the keychain. Yeah. Key if, what if they were like, we're going to, th- you have to throw this out because you took it off of the rack. It'd be <laughs> stupid. Yeah. You either put it back or like say, here, let's take these cookies, but that's really not cool. Mm-hmm. So don't do it again. I'm going to be watching you. That would have been weird, but at least enough. I'm be that's established. Yeah. That part is weird. Yeah. So I get a letter from the disciplinary committee in Syracuse. What? Because I had left the tray. I don't know how they figured out it was me. First of all, really? The guy that know. got all the cookies and the snitch cafeteria lady. There were like a hundred thousand kids at that college. Could have been any of but us. But the one that had a fight with the lady about those exact cookies, who I, told him that he could not—he was literally not allowed to eat them. I did not fight. I merely spelled out a message about what how I the, felt about what being did the disciplinary committee. Say I had to write a letter of apology, which I did. What did it say? I probably I'm so sorry, I'm but sorry, I, spell, I, I used the letters and they made F U <laughs> all the words. It was an ask you F U, but made with the words of an apology. Uh, you should but, have done the whole apology in cookie. <laughs> it would have taken a football field. To, I am heartily sorry that my actions on this, d- on this d- shoot, I'm out of cookies. And we got a box of thin mints <laughs> day have caused you any. Mm, these are good. These are better than those M M&M and M cookies. Oh man. All right. So anyway, we're saying pecan. Yeah. If you get candied pecans, those pecan, are pecans. I know I get candy pecans. I think the word it's is pecan, pecan pie. I think the word is pecan. Then that's the answer. It's pecan. Even yeah. if it's weird to say pecan pie, like pecan pie. Pecan just sounds more pecan delicious. Sa- but yeah, yeah, they're pecans. pecans. I mean, look, there's a Mer- there's a Merriam-Webster dictionary like of pronunciation. Yeah, right? but we're we're not here. They're, people don't come to the dictionary. They come to us. That's true. We're setting the standard now. Oh, is that what we're doing mm-hmm. uh, for for easily uh, easily checked factual things? Yeah. Great. Let's do a show called Dictionary, where people just <laughs> give us real words and we tell them what the definitions are. Yeah, that's what we're doing. I don't mean to be. I think this is a wonderful question. I'm just uh, I'm just giving you grief. Yeah, and they're pecans, Catherine. Yeah. Thank All right. you, Catherine. Mike Martinez. What's up, Mike? Mike Martinez is one of those guys who is constantly on the Facebook group. Hi, Mike. Mike, thank you for keeping the conversation going. And so, Catherine, a lot of these people are uh, are on our Facebook group a lot, which is awesome. Like they really uh, – it is the the best place on the internet, the best group. I've never seen a serious argument break out, and I think that's because we're all just arguing about ketchup on a hot dog and Good. TV shows and stuff. So. Mike, uh, thank you and thank everybody for making that such a great community. Amen. Mike wants to know, when you're playing pickup basketball, mm-hmm. half court or full court, do you know what that means? <laughs> yes, I know what that means. Okay. Half court. You think half court? Absolutely. Even if you have five on five? Even if you have five on five. Why? Because a pickup game is – that ain't your court. Let another, Why can't you have twice as many games going? That's a good point. I I would say anything up to five on five should be half court, and five on five works half court. Like if there are people waiting, if you're in a New York City park where there's a basketball court, and there are people waiting to play, and you're playing a full court game, you're a jerk. 
Yeah, but that's that's sort of the rule of the playground is you wait to get into that game. So you sit and you wait and the losing team leaves, the winning team stays. And so you're putting together this these groups yeah, of basketball players yeah, maybe just challenging. Maybe because the space is at a premium. You could have twice as much of that happening. You you could. You could. I'm, say, I'm saying in most courts that that would be the case. By the way, I don't play a lot of pickup basketball, I've, obviously. I've, I've played a fair amount of my day. I am, a, I am just simply a socialist <laughs> who's saying cut it in half. Everybody gets some. <laughs> But here's the other here's the other argument for mm-hmm. for full court. When you play a sport, a pickup like if you're playing football with your friends, mm-hmm. w- what is it you're really doing outside of playing football? So you're pretending with your buddies. you're hanging out with your buddies, goofing around, but you're also pretending like for a moment you're a wizard. For a moment, you're you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, you're a you're, you're a, a wizard, wizard Harry. <laughs> for a moment, you're you feel a basketball like basketball player. How you're, you're not like uh you're like Johnny Unitas. You're not just Mark right. playing quarterback. Right. There's a, there is a full stadium around you. Yes. And playing full court basketball gives you that experience of having to hustle up and down the court. That's true. So, but for pickup games, and I think when there are a ton of people, I think you're hundred percent right. Half court is better, especially like three on three. That is the perfect three on three and a half court is, is my favorite type of pickup game to play. And we played on the boat. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yes. I did not play because I had to go do something that right at that moment for I was doing a podcast or whatever. Yeah, but I did go up and hang out and uh and watch part of a very fierce basketball game you guys were playing. Yes, up there. I captained a team and Craig Kikowski captained a yeah. team. His team won. Yeah, um, I wasn't going to bring that up. He no, I uh he and I played almost every day together. We would go and shoot around in the morning, which was great fun. In a game situation when the pressure's on, mm-hmm. I do not play well. Not in this shape, certainly. Uh, I was like winded in 10 seconds sure. and nervous, but I yeah, put together – Yeah, because when it's just you in the morning, you're playing horse. You're not going to play three-on-three horse. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. And Craig, surprisingly yeah. competitive as a basketball player. He's a competitive guy. He is a competitive yeah. guy. <laughs> and a tall guy. He is. Uh, yeah, and a tall guy. I've never – that was the only time I played basketball. Then we need to play again, Craig. I know you're listening. All right. Next question. This Did we from, say ask and answer for that? Yeah, ask and You answered. have to say all those. Oh, sorry. Asked and answered. <sighs> okay. Half court. Great. Do you squeeze toothpaste from the bottom of the tube or the top of the tube? This is from Chris Rooney. Um, You're supposed to squeeze it from the bottom because that gets all of the toothpaste. Correct. And then you can roll it. Right. Um, I will squeeze it from wherever gets it out. And then eventually if it's gotten too mangled – I will begin at the bottom and squeeze it like and pr- and like sort of like it's like refluffing a pillow. Right, but it's not like if you start at the if you start at the bottom now you're here. Yeah. You're getting toothpaste out the whole time. Yeah. It's not like squeezing it from the bottom initially just gets a dribble out. You're forcing no, it's it. Forcing it. Yeah, it's Yeah. So you should do it from the bottom. I feel like Chris is doing one of two things here. Mm-hmm. Either he squeezes it at the top and he wants us to validate his terrible choice. That nobody does. Or her. I'm not sure if Chris is male or female. Okay. I forget what their picture looks like. Right. But they, you know, they want validation for the wrong way that they do it. Right. Or some friend of theirs or their partner or or someone has told them they should just squeeze it from the top. And and Chris wants to prove yeah. that it's correct to squeeze from the bottom, in which case it is. It squeeze is. it from the right. bottom. Also, if you are out of toothpaste and you didn't remember to go get more toothpaste and you've done as much squeezing as you can possibly do on this, this on this toothpaste tube to get – and there's no way that you can squeeze more out of it. The I have two techniques for you that will work. Okay. One, suck a little – suck as hard as you can to get the last little bit of toothpaste out and then <laughs> it will land on your tongue. You just wipe that onto your toothbrush. Okay. The other one, 
um, flip it around, get some scissors, cut the bottom of the tube off. Stick your toothbrush in there and chimney sweep it around and get the rest of that, uh, that sweet, sweet tooth nectar. That's brilliant, actually. Yeah, I do that with, and that's how I know when my toothpaste is up. When it's, I just grab the scissors, snip it open and, and then I know I have to go get toothpaste that day. <laughs> that's the only way. You don't have, you've like, never a second said any tube. of my crazy, like, life hacks like that. You've never thought were any good. You actually liked that one? No, that one's really good. Oh, good. That's a really good one. Not yeah. the sucking, because then you'll, like, pop a vein. <laughs> You're, you're essentially trying to suck a vacuum yeah. clean. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But cutting it, and of course. I'm going to get that tattooed on me. Wait, no. I plan on going to prison someday. <laughs> there you go. Ask and answer. It's from the bottom up. Yeah. And also get one of those. Remember keys? Yeah. That's how you open every door. <laughs> Including the door of toothpaste. Toothpaste. Yeah. You the little key, like the wind-up toy thing that you put on the bottom so you can – uh, so Wait, you, can, you had a toothpaste one? No, no, I didn't, but I knew people who did, and I thought it was so cool because you put it on the bottom, and then you'd use that to roll it up. I so love your endless like fascination with uh, pointless technology that was de- designed <laughs> to make life easier, but simply the act of purchasing it made it harder. It's not. It's so easy. It's so easy. What about the things they have now? Where they're like the, uh, like the dry, like the rollers that you pass stuff through to dry it. Mm, and you what? put the toothpaste in it. It's like a little thing that squeeze, it squeezes for you. You just oh, work yeah. it up. And that way you're sure to squeeze everything out because it is like squeezing it flat. Still going to cut the bottom off of that thing. Fair enough. All right. Uh, last thing. Wait, you got to say asked and answered. Oh, asked and answered. Sorry. We haven't been together in the same room for so long. I know. This is the last thing. This is a personal question. Oh, okay. And this is one that I that I put it at last because maybe we wouldn't get to it, but mm-hmm. here we are. Wow. Um, the best thing that both of us have been in. I assume it's something that both of us have appeared in in- instead of you tell the best thing you're in, I tell the best yeah, thing Yeah, that I both of in. us have been in. That's um, easy. And that's Kitty Losher. Well, Kitty, thank you for yes. the thoughtful question. Yes. I think it's easy for me. Go ahead. Thrilling Adventure Hour. Absolutely. Ten years, man. Yes. That that was our life for ten years. And longer. Longer, yeah. I mean, it still is. It, yeah, it's, we're still doing things. Yeah, Thrilling Adventure Hour is the greatest. Yeah. It was the greatest gift of a show uh, ever. And all and the that's other- that's how Hal and I, well, we worked together at Second City before, but- Yes. Um, that was how you and I became super tight. That's how we know Annie and Craig and Jackson and uh, Paul and Paget and- uh, the, I'm not going to start naming names because I'll forget, but the whole- like everybody, we all came up. I feel like we all, I mean, there were people, people started that show at different levels, but I think yeah. over 10 years, we all came up together. People we all got married a, and yeah. had children. I mean, it was, it was, there were deaths in the family. I mean, there were so many things that happened. And, and also a lot of the other things that we've done together since, mm-hmm. like Night Vale and Which Venture is a brilliant Brothers. Show. Venture Brothers, brilliant show. But those came from Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yeah. That is the thing that has, uh, helped us. Get to where we are. You'd be doing drunk history no matter what. Right. That I, is well, completely separate. Yeah. You'd be drunk and telling stories. But it is you completely do- separate, but there's a lot of crossover because we all have kind of come up in the same community yes. of friends. Absolutely. But that's, yeah, that's, that's an easy one. If you haven't, if you're listening to this show, there's some people who discovered Thrilling Adventure Hour through this show. Oh, please listen to Thrilling Adventure yeah, Hour. Yeah. If you haven't listened to it yet, it's, it's a brilliant listen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm interested. Let us know how you are listening to it because the way, you know, we did it as an hour long stage show that was broken up into three segments, but then those three segments were all podcast out mm-hmm. at different times. So there are people who are fans of one segment or just another segment. We have a lot of Thrilling Adventure topics mm-hmm. that we'll find some way to get to. Right. But that'll be another time. 
The Only Adventure Hour is the is the answer to this question from Kitty Losher. Thank you, Kitty. Asked and answered. And that's clean slate six. That's it. We cleaned the slate dry. High five. Good. High five. That's a lot of high fives in this episode. Oh, well, we finally in a room to do it. Otherwise, yeah. it just sounded like two people slapping monitors. <laughs> that would have been no fun. Uh, that's my – nope. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to let you go there. Uh, this is the end of this episode. We got through ten topics and that may seem like a lot, but we have so many to go and so many more that have yet to even be suggested. So we want you to suggest them to us. How do you do that? It's easy. You can email us at we got this podcast at gmail.com or you can go to the Facebook group. That is where so many of these came from. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash we got this podcast. It sounds like you really want them to go to the Facebook group. I do. I love it there. I'm, I do love it there. I so know. Much. I know you do. I got to go over there more often. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter at we got this tweet. Or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. There could be a flame war happening there too, Hal. I'm sure there is. Um, thanks as always to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, to graphic designer Uri Kelman, researcher Kate McManus. Stop right there. Yes. I want to say a particular thank you to Kate McManus. Oh, go ahead. And apologize because in one episode, uh, I said, uh, normally I have a Wikipedia page in front of me right now. And she tweeted at me, a Wikipedia page, huh? Kate McManus does a great research packet for this show. Yes. The Wikipedia pages are a supplement to it that if I need to look up something on the fly, I will dive into. Kate, we appreciate you and your research packets. You have no idea how much easier you make our lives. Thank you. Absolutely. And also thank you to QA engineer Jen Alba. Thank you, Jen Alba. That's it. Uh, and thank you. No, it's not it, Hal. Oh, is it? No, it's not. Thank you to you, our listeners. Uh, whether or not you are, uh, in, in the Facebook group throwing out questions at us, or if you are just in your car listening and enjoying the show, thank you so much for letting us be a part of your life. We are trying to make sure that the important issues in the world are covered, and we appreciate your help in doing that. Thank you. Thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.